What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Trigger. This is Triggered episode number 214. We're here on Thursday, September 3rd. Happy got, Labor Day. Well, it's not Labor Day yet. Well, it is. Labor Day is a communist holiday. Anyway. It is, but I'm just saying, like, this is the Labor Day weekend. Summer I'll, is dead. I'll take the three-day weekend. Yeah. We're now 61 days till the election, and uh, things are in full swing here. So yeah. let's start off with... Uh, this is an interesting story. Came out yesterday. The DOJ Attorney General Bill Barr announces that they are officially investigating who is behind the coordinated Antifa and Black Lives Matter riots. Oh, you mean the piles of uh, bricks that just turn up uh, randomly in front of storefronts? Oh yeah, the peaceful that, protests. That, that, that type of stuff. Yeah, the yeah, peaceful good. protests. Yeah. CBS's Catherine Herridge reported DOJ spokesperson Kerry Kupek's statement, quote, we are investigating coordinated criminal activity, not First Amendment activity, and violence related to riots, destruction of federal property, and violence against law enforcement officers. An interesting thing that came up the other day when uh, Laura Ingram interviewed President Trump. Yeah. And I don't think he was supposed to say this, but he did say. Yeah. <laughs> he said they had a plane full of you know, black-clad, outfitted people yeah. flying into D.C. Yeah. The plane was filled with freaking Antifa. Yeah. And they're investigating who's funding this kind of stuff. Yeah. They also have, you know, tons of buses that are busing people yeah. all around to these riots. I mean, how it is was, it that... How it was is it? dismissed as a conspiracy theory, but uh, what's his name? Tim Poole yeah, on yeah. Twitter was like, uh, excuse me, this has been going on, not, not not just now, but for years when I was traveling, I used to see these, these, these thugs and their darkened uh, uniforms traveling all over the place. So. Well, it's no coincidence that you have people that have been at Portland, yep. Seattle, Kenosha, yeah. and Washington, D.C. all yeah. in the same summer during a yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And they say, oh, this is just, you know, tinfoil hat conspiracy. No, there is a second shooter. Meanwhile, the people <laughs> that say that have been the ones promoting the Russia conspiracy hoax for yeah. four years now. And the now. post office thing. Oh, yeah. Well, interesting how that just disappeared, yeah. right? Vanished. Yeah. Not a, well, you know, I was saying on Twitter this morning, it's fine. Let the libs vote for by mail because yeah. then, then you know, the USPS on average loses between like three and five percent of mail in a given year. Yeah. Hopefully, they lose that five percent of ballots. We'll all vote in person, and then we'll be good to hey, go. In the last four elections, twenty-eight million have vanished. Yep. So. Remember also how a few months ago we were called crazy for saying that the left next is going to come after George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Abraham. Lincoln. Oh, yeah. It's about the Confederacy, remember? It's all about the Confederacy. Uh -huh. No. It's just the Confederate statues, they yeah. told us. Well, no, that's what they said. Mayor uh, Muriel Bowser, who just is a total fucking low-life dumbass. I mean, I can't get over how incompetent she is. And she's probably going to get reelected. Oh, definitely. Well, yeah. remember, D.C. voted for Hillary 97%. Yeah. yeah. But a committee convened by this incompetent mayor has recommended that several federal memorials in the city should be marked for removal, relocation, or, this is my favorite one, contextualization. Yeah, I know. Not sure yeah. what the fuck that means. I don't know what that is either. But you literally can't make this up. Yeah. They want to remove... The monument. The monument. The Washington monument. The Washington monument. They want to get rid of it. Literally the <laughs> defining monument of the Washington, D.C. skyline. And, in fact, a rule is in place that you can't build in D.C. higher than that monument. That's true. They want to get rid of it. Yeah. Right? They also want to get rid of Thomas Jefferson, too. 
Yep. And and a whole bunch of other like Oh yeah, they want to of course get rid of Andrew yeah. Jackson. All that stuff. Uh, the Great George, president Andrew Jackson. The George Mason Memorial, which I take personal offense yeah. to. Well they tried at George Mason proper. They tried to get rid of the statue, you said. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's just unbelievable what these people are you know, Christopher Columbus, the whole yeah. deal. But let's not forget Remember we said a couple months ago, this is a slippery slope. Yep. It's Confederates now, and yep. it's the rest of our history later. The Confederacy was just the harbinger for what their real goal was, which is our founding fathers and American history itself. They want mm-hmm. to re- erase it, tear it down, and rewrite it through like a 1619 Project lens, which is just a parade of horribles. Well, that's what they're trying to teach. And this yeah. is a side. I don't have this thing. But that's what they're yeah, trying yeah. to teach our kids in schools now. Oh, yeah. They're trying to teach them that America is this terrible country that just was born out of just total yeah. murder and racism and slavery. The American Revolution is what caused the British to colonize India. Did you know that? It's our fault oh that India God. was colonized by the British, even though the British have been there for like, you know, since like the 17th century. But, and that's uh, why the schools don't want parrots seeing what their kids are learning. Oh, too, yeah. By the way. Yeah. I, I, I actually want to sit in on what, well, before COVID hit. I mean, I think after this goes away, I want to I, I want to audit one of my uh, nieces or nephews classes now. Yeah, they're, good they're, luck. They're, they're getting they're getting to that age where they're, they're going to start learning this stuff. You know, the basic, uh, you know, American history. I want to see what the fuck they're saying because they live in Portland, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, yeah I want to see what's I want to see. what's. Well, there's the their first mistake. I want to see I what's mean, in those schools. I, I would rather kill myself than live on the West Coast. <laughs> I can tell you that. Um, the beach is nice. <laughs> Yeah, when it's not filled with <laughs> communists. <laughs> hey, you're man, just, it's, it's a just, nice 68 degrees all the time. You're no surrounded humidity. by the enemy, though. It is true. I, I mean, well, not out there, though. We're surrounded by the enemy here, Yeah. and it's barely tolerable. But at least the enemy here is, like, upper-middle-class well, liberals. We also have, like, a shot of, like, winning Virginia if it gets that bad. In Portland. Maybe. I mean, in maybe. Oregon, it can get horrible. The Democrats are still winning. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and... The, uh, the administration's response to these insane recommendations about tearing down Jefferson and the Washington Monument and all these great American God. monuments, the White House called the recommendations ludicrous and said that Bowser should be ashamed. Yeah. And that was solid. And the statement read, Our nation's capital is rightly filled with countless markers, memorials, and statues to honor and respect the men and women who built this country. President Donald Trump believes these places should be preserved, not torn down, respected, not hated, and passed on for generations to come. As long as President Trump is in the White House, the mayor's irresponsible recommendations will go absolutely nowhere. And as the mayor of our nation's capital city, a city that belongs to the American people, she ought to be ashamed for even suggesting them for consideration. Oh, God. What's what's next? You're going to whitewash the uh, Smithsonian now? Well, they already do that. You know, yeah. the Smithsonian's are run by well, a bunch I mean, of liberals. I haven't been in there in like 10 years. No, now, I don't so. go to those museums. It's a bunch of well, can't, crap. Can't, don't go in there now. You'll get the, you know, get the coronavirus. <laughs> I think most of them are closed down, aren't they? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean... There's yeah. no, there's no way you can go in there safely with how, with how you know Adolf Bowser, you know, and her COVID. I haven't gone to the uh, that's mask. That's like I haven't gone to the uh, uh, what's it called, the what? the African American Museum. I heard that there's a lot of propaganda in there, but I haven't been in there. Oh so. yeah, they told they, Clarence Thomas isn't even in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that. It's that type of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it, – it, don't even get me started. you got to be let's, kidding me. Let's I just mean, keep moving because I mean, I'm going to be kidding me. I'm going to say something that I regret. <laughs> All right. So it, well, the outside of the building looks like a flower pot. That's it does. What it does. It's, I mean they couldn't have picked an uglier design. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, Joe Biden, sleepy Joe Biden's on a plane again and he's going to Kenosha. 
Which is interesting because uh, just earlier this week, Simone Sanders, uh, you know, the Simone. the noted campaign genius that she is. I mean, yeah. who knows how the fuck she ended up with that job. Yeah. I know how she ended uh, up with that job <laughs> because, you know, she was picked based on race and sex, which, yeah. you know, is racist and sexist in itself. She but nobody ever talks about that. She would be a hell of a linebacker, though, in uh, a football team. I'll that was that. the one time I gave her was credit awesome. was when yeah. someone rushed the stage yeah. to Joe Biden and she basically oh tackled God, the yeah. shit out of them. And also, but also... And and in that situation, where the hell was the Secret Service in that situation? They mm-hmm. just, they, whatever. Yeah. Well, so. you know, uh, they criticized President Trump for going to Kenosha. Kenosha. And interestingly enough, it seems that they're following President Trump's blueprint for a campaign to the T. Yeah. You know, President Trump went to Pennsylvania and handed out pizza. And then mm-hmm. Biden went to Pennsylvania and handed out pizza. And then President Trump went to Kenosha against. Well, he was being told not to by the Democrat governor, by Joe Biden, and nearly everybody on the left. Yeah. And now Joe Biden's there. But there's one thing that's still outstanding about this. And uh, let's take a listen to this. Vice President Biden is looking forward to getting to Wisconsin very soon. It's a priority for us. Um, look, he doesn't want to do anything uh, that would create uh, a, t- a tussle, if you will, on the ground. He doesn't want to do anything to upset, um, you know, kind of the, the, as you noted in your opening, the peaceful nature of what is currently happening in Kenosha. He didn't, he didn't, you know, he didn't want to upset the peaceful nature of what was going on there. Yeah. But then they saw the polls and they said, yeah. oh shit, we better get to fucking Kenosha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just so blatantly obvious the hypocrisy out of the left here. Trump's, uh, the Trump team says their internals have, have the president ahead in that state. Oh, President Trump is definitely up in Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, even before the Kenosha riots, you had support for Black Lives Matter in that state flatlining. Yeah. It went from like plus 22 to even before the Kenosha riots, yeah. which led to President Trump gaining a lot of ground. So... Uh, and we're gonna t- we're gonna talk more about the state of the race later, but the the Biden campaign is in free fall. Yeah, I think they're in total panic. They were just planning on sitting back, waiting this out, and letting him you know hide in his basement until the election. Yeah, and that's clearly not gonna work anymore. Can't do it. He um, has to get out there. And you know what? I don't think he has the stamina. No, no. Hillary sure shit didn't have the stamina. She collapsed during the nine eleven memorial ceremony. Joe Biden had to take the entire day off after his 12-minute— Yeah, I was just about to say that. You know, applesauce uh, speech at, uh, you know, Pittsburgh where he took, where he took no questions for, t- you know, the 12-minute speech. He scurried off. Then he had—he was so wiped out, mm-hmm. he had to take the entire day off, and uh, I don't think he's going to be able to do it. And then yesterday, interestingly enough, he did take questions because the roar from the media was getting too much even from the left— you know, why is this yeah. guy not taking questions? Well, what were the questions? The though? questions were pre-selected, oh pre-scripted, God. and he had answers right in front of him. Because the whole time, the, the whole time, his eyes were straight down yeah. reading fucking answers. Yeah. flashcards. And we know that the media does this because a day earlier, when he did a, a TV interview, the teleprompter, he read something that wasn't supposed to be read. Oh, my God. He said... He said top line Venezuela notes or talking points or something like that. That's not you're not supposed to say that. So we know what's going on here. His mind is worms. They can only hide it for so long. That's the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, who knows if if the debate moderators will give him the questions. We've seen it happen before with Donna Brazil. Yeah. But when he's in a in a 
a spur-of-the-moment situation without pre-scripted answers in front of him. It's a disaster. What's going to happen, it's right? It's a disaster. And, and even when he gets those pre-scripted answers yeah. and questions on the debates, there's still the Trump factor. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the debates just, in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. But uh, some other quick riot news here to close out this segment. So Red State, Jennifer Van Laura over there, has an exclusive yeah. uh, report that the George Soros DA – Diana Becton of Contra Costa County in California is involved in an effort to transform the criminal justice system in the vein of liberal utopia. One of her new policies is to require that both police officers and her own deputy DAs go through a complicated subjective flowchart before even charging someone with looting during a state of emergency. Oh, This God. is the real kicker here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Including whether the suspect, quote, needed the item or they were stealing it for financial gain. So, and this follows the left's batshit insane ideology that looting is, you know, they need it, right? AOC said they're hungry and, you know, it's reparations for black people. Like, are you kidding me? But that's not the only ridiculous policy here. Numerous law enforcement officers in that county contacted Red State in the wake of the story and shared another terrible policy by this Soros-funded DA. And let's not forget that our own Commonwealth's attorney here is a Soros-funded apparatus as well. Oh, um... They've been taken over offices. Oh, God. Who? No, the Commonwealth's attorney, not the attorney general. The Fairfax County Commonwealth's attorney who said... That they're no longer going to be involved in prosecuting misdemeanor cases, by the way. I mean, oh, this once must be nice. This once safe, beautiful county is going down the drain. But don't even get me started on that. Back to Con- <laughs> Contra Costa County in California here. So, the entire spectrum of assault on law enforcement officer charges, which is the same thing that's happening here, mind you, is now being changed. Yep. And basically. The resisting or delaying or obstructing charge is now – has to go through another complicated thing. And here in Virginia, it's now a misdemeanor. Well, it's going to be probably because the liberals are going to pass this. A misdemeanor to assault an officer, no longer a felony. I don't Open know. season on cops. It's it's really sad what's yeah. happening here. They're, and also here in Virginia – terrible. Here in Virginia, and my, my cop buddies are really fucking pissed about this. Yeah. They're looking at ending qualified immunity. In all of Virginia. They've passed it oh, through wow. one one house. I think they passed it through the Senate. It's great. Yeah. It's very bad, very bad. Anarchy. And, you know, the riots that we're told aren't happening, and then they were happening, but they're Trump's fault because the polling changed. Yeah. Well, now, Ted Wheeler, after we talked, remember we talked about his apartment yeah. building being attacked or his condo building? Yeah. Now he's moving. Oh, I wonder why. Is yeah. it because they tried to set it on fire? I think it is. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. these people... We are, have a new Lion Ted. That's true. Lion I like Ted. That. We have a new Lion Ted. I like Lion that a lot. Ted. He holds that letter to Trump high, and then he lies. Mm-hmm. One, Please stay away, except when my building is being off. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. You can't make and, this up. <laughs> and uh, one good news coming out of Portland is that now the feds have deputized Oregon state troopers so that they can make arrests on federal charges. Okay. And uh, this is a great move there. Now the state police that have stepped in to take over after federal police left Portland, they deputized them so now they can charge them with federal stuff and bypass the county DA, who's another Soros-funded DA. Oh, God. Because she was just saying, oh, you know what? 
let's release the rioters. Yeah. No problem. So they get they get charged, booked, no cash bail, out on the street 30 minutes later. Great. Yep. It's I mean, it shouldn't be shocking. It is the left coast, but it's horrifying nonetheless. Can we just chop off the west coast and get rid of it? Well, we let all the conservatives out first. Yeah, that's what I mean. And we then, take them in. Yeah, and then boom, out. It's kind of like a, what's what's that movie on Netflix? How it ends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, something interesting, actually, a quick point that was brought up on Twitter by somebody. What effect? You know how conservatives are fleeing blue bastions now, right? They're yeah. leaving California. Yeah. Yeah. They're leaving New York. What effect is that going to have on purple states? States that have traditionally been swing that are now right. getting a new influx of conservative voters. Oh, oh, conservative voters. Yeah. Because okay. uh, I know for, like, in Wisconsin, there are, there are, like, libs who went into, like, red counties, and it mm-hmm. just made them redder because they pissed off everybody. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That wasn't really political, but they're like, okay, well, if you're going to do shove this down my throat about, like, eat, eating kale or whatever, uh-huh. or Hillary bullshit in 2016, I'm just going to vote for Trump. <laughs> I think it could have an impact, but it takes time, man. It's yeah, not, it's it's not like a, like a two or three cycle like you know immediate impact. It ta- I think it takes a while. I think it's going to have an immediate impact on twenty or the twenty twenty yeah. election because yeah. people have been fleeing because of the pandemic. Yeah, and and the violence, right? True. There's still time to register if they get there. If yeah. if you care enough about the situation to flee your home state, yeah, then you're sure as hell going to yeah. vote. So I think yeah. it's going to have an effect. We'll see. And that's going to be I, I mean, I, I hope so. I, I just I always get a little skeptical with, the, with these voter registration traps. I think they're important, but it doesn't guarantee people are going to Well, we're vote. killing it on the voter registration yeah. numbers. I'm just saying. So. I, but, and, and with enthusiasm with Trump, I think, you know, we can guarantee that, that they're going to go, you know, vote hopefully. But, for example, like there's a ton of Puerto Ricans who, are, who left the island and flooded uh, Florida, but they haven't registered to vote. So Yeah, well, that's different. You know. That's because yeah. they fled you know because of say? a natural disaster. I'm just saying that, that's that's what it's different in, in the Democrat mindset. They're like, oh, look at all these people. No, but in it's Florida, different. We can flip the state, but it's I agree that's with you. different it, it than happening. political events or violence or a pandemic. Yeah, if you're fleeing because your home was destroyed in a hurricane, very different. Very, I agree. Very yeah, different. I'm just saying. Yeah, and uh, let's talk about Salongate. The Democrat mind there. Yeah, uh, Salongate. Salongate. Yeah. <laughs> So Nancy Pelosi, that lying ass bitch. Yeah. She is. I mean, okay. I you can't was, make this up. I was you shocked can't. by this because normally her political mind is pretty savvy. She is very ruthless operator, and usually she politically operates very smartly. Yeah. This was a a big disaster for her, and they act like it doesn't matter, but it's something that's so simple that. Any voter out there can understand the hypocrisy here. And it was about to fade from the news cycle. And then she was dumb enough yesterday to come out. To get the lawyers involved, yeah. Well, well, not only that, but listen to this clip of her from this news conference yesterday where she says – she doesn't just, you know, say, oh, oh, you know, my bad and move on. She claims this is one big conspiracy and one big setup of her. Take a listen to this. I take responsibility for trusting uh, the word of a neighborhood salon that I've been to over the years many times. And that um, when they said, well, we're able to accommodate people one person at a time and that we can set up that time, I trusted that. As it turns out, it was a setup. So I take responsibility for falling for a setup. 
And that's all I'm going to say on that. Anything else? And then, and then, a lawyer, she gets the, the guy who did her hair to get a lawyer, who's a friend of Nancy Pelosi's, by the way, so probably doing this for free. Yeah. And sends a nasty letter saying that this this salon owner had been operating illegally the whole time under, you know, the coronavirus orders. I mean, <sighs> this this poor lady who's a single mother, owns this salon. Bitch got caught. That's basically what this is. And is running this woman out of town. But the good news is, is that there's a GoFundMe for her, and they've raised more than $62,000. And she's leaving San Francisco and taking her business with her. Good. Which, I mean, it's just like, how does she think this is going to be a positive for her? She should have just let the news cycle die out, not said anything more about it, and move on. She can't but do no. that. She can't do that. Yep. It's Nancy Pelosi. She's the a contempt, San Francisco liberal. She can't right. do it's that. It's the contempt that she has for average Americans yeah. thinking that she's above the law yeah. and that she can go get her hair done even though it's not allowed under yeah. the current order. You know, two sets of rules. Rules for thee, but not for me. That's yeah. how Democrats operate. And speaking of dumbasses in California, this was a new one that came across the, the feed today. California is now going to consider reparations. In the state that uh, is so financially sound, oh, God. they're now going to consider making recommendations for reparations. And, uh, I mean... You can't make this up. So how much How much are they uh, going to... They haven't put a number out. Okay, but well, a number it's probably going to be like billions upon billions. The number that was tossed around was a trillion, just in California. Oh. And here's, here's uh. the thing. How do you decide who gets reparation and who pays for these reparations, right? My family never owned slaves. Like, are you kidding me? And and yeah. And who gets the reparations? I don't know. Because not all black people that are yeah. here are direct descendants of slaves. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, that Chappelle show skit. Oh yeah. The reparations yep. and the guy yep. who he uses all the money to buy like a lifetime supply of um uh, of <laughs> what's the cigarettes? Newports. Newports. Yeah. Oh no! I'm not. A, I'm not a cigarette tra- <laughs> transporter. I, mean, I bought all these cigarettes. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole idea of reparations is just totally absurd. It's ridiculous. I know. Not surprising that California would consider this. Did I tell you about the wealth tax they're considering? Oh yeah. Did that, you read about uh, that? Yeah, they uh, for wealthy people rightfully fleeing California, they're going to try to tax them for the next ten years after they leave or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it, it's, it's that they're it's like, taxing yeah, it's, your yeah. existing wealth, which is yeah. unconstitutional. Yeah, mind you can't you. do that. Wealth tax and then, is unconstitutional. And then, if you Darn. leave the state after this law is into effect, you have to pay them for ten years. Yeah. yeah. They tax you after the fact. It's the Hotel California law. It's you yeah. Can it stay. is. You can check in. You can stay, but you can never leave. Yeah. I mean, do they want people to just leave the state? Is I'm that so, what they're yeah, trying I'm to do? I'm actually surprised that like other states like New Jersey hasn't tried that. Mm-hmm. Although, don't they have something like that that's, that's similar? I don't know. Probably not. King, no. Listen, King Murphy's probably going to cook it up they, sometime They want they to uh, tax – they don't want to tax existing wealth. They want to increase the income tax on millionaires, which Again. Murphy just had his budget address, by the way. Yeah. And it's taxes on taxes on taxes on taxes. The gas tax is going up, yeah. the sales tax, income tax, property tax, all of it. And uh, there, I mean, there's going to be a mass exodus yeah. from that state too. So he's taxing everybody from the really poor to the really wealthy. Yeah, Pretty the much. problem because is, that's what the gas tax is. It's oh, a tax it's on the working tax. poor. Yeah. It's a tax on everything. The sales tax is a tax on the poor too. The problem is there's only so much tax base 
until you get into yeah. it being so lopsided that you can't even function as like an yeah. operational budget. You gotta cut, hey, King Murphy, you gotta cut spending. I know that's a, a very uh, alien idea for you people. But. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, just yesterday in New Jersey, they now said that illegals can uh, get occupational licenses. I don't know if you saw that. In addition to just a month ago saying they could get driver's licenses. So now you're going to have illegal aliens that can be nurses and all kinds of things. Right. Yeah. So these, the, I mean, these states are just fucked. Yeah. And I, I don't know. They're, they're, that's why they want the bailout, by yeah. the way. That's why they held up they're the coronavirus plan. They're out of money. I heard that they're going to try to do a targeted stimulus. Good luck. But Good luck. The Democrats are never going to go for it. Yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen there. So let's talk about the debates. Yeah. Because this is becoming a centerpiece of this campaign. We have the three presidential debates and the one vice presidential debate. The first is September 29th. Will Joe Biden debate? I I mean, he's as of now, it's still on. But, yeah, but in your opinion, in is your he opinion, going to debate? Uh, I, I think he has no other choice. See, I think it's the exact opposite. I mean, I think... It, his I mean, his he, he only can. choice is to not debate. Yeah, but he's still going to get railroaded for that, too. I just, it's just, it's, but that's, yeah. the, that's the least worst option at this point. The riots aren't going to die down, though. That's yeah. the thing. Okay. He, we'll get it this way. Yeah. We think of it as you have no choice but to debate. Yeah. They think of it as that's a huge liability if he debates. Well, of course it is. It's look, less look, of a look, look what just happened with the teleprompter. Right. Fuck up. It's less of a liability if he doesn't debate. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna get shit on. Yeah. But you don't have clips of him bumbling and stumbling through shit. No. Only him hiding in the basement while the country burns and Trump attacks him. For, right, but that's been eye. happening, and his yeah. poll numbers, you know, they're sinking, but they're not as bad as say he goes up there and can't remember, you know. Something very, yeah. very important. Yeah. I, no, I've, no. I, I I've gone full circle on this. I absolutely see your point. I I've absolutely gone, see your I've point. I've gone full circle. I thought that I there's just, no way they could get away with not debating. Now I think it's – I think have if, to he, not if he hides in that – if he doesn't debate and hides in that basement and you have Trump up on the surface just hammering him, I think it's going to have an impact. Just uh, as bad uh, – not, not – okay, I should say – no, not just as bad, but it will have a negative impact on his polling though. Yeah, but it won't be as bad as if he has, like, a Nixon moment up there yeah. or a Dukakis moment. Like, better have, like, a flesh wound than one that Nixon artery, I guess. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I think but they're going to— Joe, be... he could bleed out even with either or. He's an old guy. You know, those platelets when you get old, they don't clot as well. I think they're going <laughs> to make the decision that, yeah, it's going to really hurt not to debate. It's going to hurt badly yeah. in public opinion. Yeah. But it's also— not as bad as him going up there and forgetting his own name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be unprecedented. You know, the race is close. Yeah. You know, it's not like 1968 when, you know, you know Nixon was like just eons ahead of Hubert Humphrey. There was like, yeah. there was no reason to debate. Um, and also the Democrats were all splintered and fractured in 68. It was all fucked up. I mean, mm -hmm. there's no, it's, it's a different, also it's a different time. It's 1960 fucking eight. This, I mean, maybe, this is 2020. I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but... It looks no, I mean, like, I, no, I totally. I mean, if 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 we both put on our Democrat hats and we see what what has happened over the past, you know, forty eight hours of him being outside the basement, mm -hmm. absolutely, you want to avoid that debate stage. But yeah. you've already agreed to three. The riots are still going to happen. You're going to get ham. I mean, you're going to get hammered either, with either way you take uh, either decision that that happens with this. Yeah. So I mean, what do you? I mean, do you want to? I, I agree with you. Do you want to get a headshot? <laughs> right. Or or do you want to slowly sink in the quicksand, in terms of? Choosing your political uh -huh. death. 
There's also a town hall yeah. on but September. But if Trump attacks you, though, that, that's like having a foot going down. <laughs> well, you're pushing you down further into the dirt. I don't know. There's also a town hall uh, um, style thing that ABC is doing. I think it's September 15th. Oh, God. And President Trump has accepted the invite. They Biden also has. invited Biden, and he is not. Oh. But, I, I mean, I don't know that that is a positive. I mean, I lo- I know that Trump loves to be out there. But if he goes out there and these lib questioners are just, you know, horrible yeah, and, and he gets all uh, flustered and, like, combative, I think that could be a positive for Biden hiding. And they may use that model Yeah, He's out of debates. control. He's out of control. Yeah. Because I, I really don't see how he can go out there for three debates. They want it to be sitting and Trump wants it to be standing. I mean, they're planting the seeds – to get the, out of it. Yeah, they're planting the seeds it. for the argument to say, well, we oh, can't no. agree on anything, so we're just not going to do it. I, that ABC Town Hall is another, you know, for us, another event for him to energize the base, though. Oh, definitely. It's going to be great. It's going to be great to shore up the base, and that's all that matters at this point. Definitely. I mean, this 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 far out from Election Day, I mean, it's all about getting the base animated, and uh, Trump is doing that. It's yeah. off the charts. Joe Biden. That's another thing. He has to be out there, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, the enthusiasm for him is so bad. Like, he has to to be out there and do something, and then for him to be like, "Well, debate? Oh, I don't want to do that." I just I mean, don't it's know. Just, it's just, I just don't know. If you're a Democrat, it's just like if I'm running Joe Biden's campaign, man, that's a tough decision. I would probably lean towards uh, not not having him oh. debate because. I mean, you could still have the vice presidential debate if you want to. I mean, although I would I would argue that if they back out of the presidential, the Republicans would say, well, fuck you, then we're not doing anything. Yeah. But I really – I just don't see how it could be of benefit for him. I think it's all downside for Joe Biden. The other thing, though, well, is and that, that – And that gets to a large point of like that's on the Democrats for nominating this clown. But, you know. Yeah, but they'll vote for him no matter yeah. what, right? Yeah. You, the other side of it, though, is that if he does debate and just goes out there and looks like he has a pulse because we've set the expectation so low, yeah, I don't know. That could be yeah. bad for us, too. Yeah. So the debates is it, are really— Well, there's no teleprompter, though. You know, people say that the debates don't matter as much. Yeah. I argue that they, they're the whole ball game this year yeah. because, you know, he's been hiding— which that's by the way Trump's new nickname for him is Joe Hyden. Hyden. Joe Hyden. Um, that's a good one. I I I don't know. I'm very yeah. in between no, I mean, on this. Listen, no, you're absolutely right that that you know. I mean, in in 1976, I mean, Gerald Ford was getting clobbered by by Jimmy Carter in the polls early on. They had a couple debates, and he kind of closed the gap. Wasn't enough. He still won more states than Carter, but he still lost the election. But yeah, I mean, even more, now more than ever, with the absence of rallies and everything, these debates are the ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't listen. If this was two thousand eight, Joe Biden, oh yeah, this could be quite interesting. And he did okay as well yeah. in twenty twelve against yeah. Paul Ryan. He just at I mean the the times he ran. I mean the first time he plagiarized a speech by Neil Kinnock, who was the British Labor leader at the time, and then uh, Labor Party leader at the time, and then in oh eight he had Hillary and Obama running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was no way Joe Biden was going to get any ground there. So. Yeah. Um, but like he, he actually was not like a more. I mean, I thought that his line of remember Rudy. I mean, he attacked Rudy Giuliani. I don't like that. But his yeah. whole thing of Giuliani's campaign is a noun and verb and a nine eleven. Like that was a great line. He doesn't have those anymore. He's too old yeah. to deliver that type of shit. But 
Oh, I agree. I, you know, I don't know. That's why I just feel like strategy-wise, yeah, I don't avoid. see how they can see any positivity coming out of those debates. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. There's, if he does debate, they're certainly going to pump him full of drugs, by the way. because There should be a drug test before the that, debate. Oh, yeah. I totally agree with yeah. President Trump on that. That's become painfully obvious yeah. that they're giving him something yeah. to sharpen up his focus a little yeah. bit. Some kind of dementia drug. Yeah. Maybe it's Adderall. Maybe it's something else. But... He clearly went from being total blithering idiot to halfway blithering idiot. Yeah. And there was a clear shift there, and Trump noticed it too. He's yeah. like, let's do a drug test. I'm yeah. down. Um, I mean, he also could have practiced for like 10 hours every day for four days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean... But I agree with you. Something... The I mean, also... I'm not saying that he has clear like mental acuity. He's no, very he's not. not no. But... I mean, because he's also dead, and that's a pod person. Yeah, it went from, like, you know, a 2 <laughs> to a 3. That's yeah. the kind of change. 2.7. <laughs> <2. But, laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens there. It's going to be an interesting uh, Well, no, I mean, hey, the... listen, the clock is running out on that, so we'll we'll find out uh, soon. A couple weeks, actually. Yeah. Right the, they... Well, they announced the moderators, Chris Wallace in the first one, which oh, throw God. up. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, Susan, uh, the vice presidential debate is Susan Page from USA Today. <laughs> No idea who that even is. Um, she's okay. Uh, second presidential debate on October 15th will be Steve Scully from C-SPAN, uh, who I think is okay. Yeah, honestly, I mean, they, they should just have C-SPAN people on there. The one that I worry about the most, is the Chris final Wallace. presidential debate, is Kristen Welker from NBC News. She's oh. a hack. Oh, no. She's a liberal can't hack. Have, can't have NBC. So, no, no, no. You know, Chris Wallace is a liberal, yeah. too, but at least he plays a little bit down the middle. Yeah. Kristen Welker is, is yeah. not. Susan Page so. should be okay. Actually, I kind of like her a little bit. We'll see. I mean, yeah, she's all right. The vice presidential debate she's will good, be interesting actually. because Kamala Harris, you know, she sucks. So, I. Boy, okay. She's another one. She's like Joe Biden, but like can make, you know, can, can form complete sentences. Yeah. Yep. She needs a teleprompter. Yeah. Without a teleprompter, she I think she will struggle. Well, you already saw Biden complaining about uh, you know, there should be fact checkers and yeah. and the left should be doing I mean I don't know. We're I not, really think yeah, they're not laying the that. groundwork, yeah, I really not, think, for, for skipping these debates. So but. uh let's talk about Attorney General Barr because he did an interview with Wolf Blitzer yesterday on the CNN. Oh my god. Which was interesting. And uh he he very clearly summed up the issue with mail in voting and Wolf Blitzer just couldn't rebut it at all. Yeah. Take a listen to this. Uh, you know, he said, uh, if you expand mail-in voting, this is the president. This is, you know, it's th reckless. Well, this is a, you know, sort of cheap talk to get around the fundamental problem, which is the bipartisan commission chaired by Jimmy Carter and James Baker said back in 2009 that mail-in voting is fraught with the risk of fraud and coercion. But since then, and, there have and been until a lot this administration, no, I'm proved it. Let me talk. Yeah, please. Uh, and since this, since that time, there have been in the newspapers, in networks, academic studies saying it is open to fraud and coercion. The only time the narrative changed is after this administration came in. But elections that have been held with mail have found substantial fraud and coercion. For example, we indicted someone in Texas, 1,700 ballots collected he from people who ha could vote. He made them out and voted for the person he wanted to. It's fraught with fraud. Yeah. And we know it. Folks, that's why Democrats didn't allow Bill Barr to speak when he 
was before the House Judiciary Committee because he yeah. would do just that. He would shoot down all their talking points totally, mm-hmm. and there's no recourse. So, And then he also, uh, towards the end of the interview, right at the end, had a little bit of a thug life moment because Wolf Blitzer tried to portray CNN as fair and balanced, and Attorney General Barr just basically laughed in his face. Let's take a listen to that. You, uh, if the president is reelected, will you, do you want to stay on as the attorney general? I'm, I'm, that would be presumptuous for me to say anything on that. I'm not going to. But what do you think? I'm not going to discuss that. Are you enjoying what you're doing? I wouldn't use the word enjoy. <laughs> but it's satisfying. It's not what you anticipate. <laughs> you, you enjoyed it more the first time around when you were attorney well, general? Well, the, the political climate and the, media, and the media was a lot different. Uh, and so, uh, and you had a different president, George H. W. Bush. You were the attorney general. Yeah, but the media him. should be fair, fair and balanced, uh, no matter who the president is. It doesn't give the media license to we lie are. the way a lot of the me- media is. I can speak for us. We are fair and balanced. Okay, I, I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure you would appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I love his chuckle there. He just yeah. goes, "Yeah, okay." Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! All right, let's do the good news of the day segment here. Police say Antifa commander cried in fetal position after getting caught and arrested. What do you have to say about that? Cry, yeah, tough shit, kid. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't. But ride. also, yeah, maybe you should not have a fucking flamethrower <laughs> committing acts of, of domestic terrorism. Yeah, I mean, that I mean, just shows. This is what you... happens, kid. There's law and order. There's choices and consequences. You fucked up, and now you should probably go to jail for at least seventy-five years. These white liberals I'm try to kidding. act so tough, and then the second that they're confronted yeah. with, you know, pushback from conservatives yep. or pushback from police, they cry like little. It reminds me of that scene from V for Vendetta. Uh-huh. When uh, they break into the house of so the comedian that made fun of the chancellor and the guy, and the guy breaks out the trunch and he's like, not so funny now, funny man, and then he breaks his face open with it. <laughs> and he goes away. He gets black bagged. We should do that here, but that's just me. <laughs> All right. Let's take it easy. <laughs> the secret federal police, yeah. as they like yeah, to say. yeah. The ones that have markings all the over storm them. The stormtroopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that's what it yeah, was. The, the stormtroopers. Storm yeah. On C-SPAN, another caller. We love the C-SPAN yes, callers. Yes, So Brian Stelter, a.k.a. Humpty Dumpty, a.k.a. Tater, uh, was doing a promo for his new book, which is just filled with lies and distortions and informa- misinformation. Yeah, what a time to be alive, actually, for this, yeah. this moment here, to be honest with you. Um, so he was taking a call, and I guess he didn't expect to just be totally shit on by this caller. Uh, it's a little bit of a longer clip, but well worth the listen. So let's take a listen to that. And you guys always talk about how many times Trump has lied. I've calculated that I think with your Chirons, with, you know, I don't know if there's any journalists left at CNN, but I know that, you know, if I were to estimate about 300 different, you know, distortions or misinformation that we get out of CNN, and you have to watch them in the airport, which is harsh, but if you added all that up to 46 months, it comes out to be 300,000 plus distortions of truth so my thing is here is that you guys this is how low you'll go is that you went out and you made you made lies and you uh you defamed a child and then you had to settle out of court to pay this child for distorting information about this young individual so i would say you know, if anything that's happening at CNN and anybody who buys your book, 
it's really just one of those things that is dividing our nation. And I don't believe in dividing our nation. It hurts our great nation. And so CNN is really the enemy of the truth. And that's my opinion. Thank you. I love it. I just love like, and and too bad it's not video because Stelter's face during this is like, yeah, he's just totally embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. And he, I mean, it's its own doing. He is part of the problem at CNN. And there's a reason that CNN was shut out of the presidential debates for the first time in 12 years. Yeah. So because they don't have a single they can't have objective anybody. voice. Yeah, they there. can't have anybody. Even Jake Tapper has has gone all woke. Oh yeah, don't even get me started on that. He's a piece of shit now too. I mean, he wasn't really, you know, that fair before. Yeah. He was a little bit fair. He had yeah. tried to sprinkle in some fairness. Yeah. Now it's just total lib hackery. I would say the only I mean, and they and they would never do it because it would be fair. I think the only person that's left that's somewhat fair is is uh is Mr. King. No. Totally disagree. Really? I know you always parrot him. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He, he gives, is such a liberal liar. He gives equal time. No, he does not. He does. That well, is bullshit. Before, before he did. That is bullshit. I remember no. at uh, a former employee, I was told not to. We we don't attack Mr. King because he get, actually gives conservatives a fair time. But that was yeah. like ten years ago. Yeah, I was about to say maybe in like <laughs> two thousand seven. I mean, he goes out there constantly, and he's like their election analyst, right? And he goes out there, does not give a fair shake to conservatives, is clearly disappointed when Republicans win any election, let alone a presidential election. I mean, <laughs> he was basically suicidal on the night of Hillary losing, as was the rest of CNN. I mean, you go down that roster, there's not a fair person on there besides maybe Rick Santorum. And Mary Catherine. Yeah, but she, they don't bring her on well, anymore for, either. For a good Obviously. reason. Yeah. For obvious reasons, yeah. Yeah. I mean, S.E. Cup. Her and her stupid oh, fucking Jesus. glasses. She's the biggest piece of shit of all time. Because let's not forget <laughs> that she is one of those people that pretended to be conservative for a long make, time yeah. to make some money. And then totally took the knife and shoved it right in our fucking back. It's her. Uh, who else are the other ones that have done that? Oh, Amanda Carpenter. Mm. Yeah. Let's not forget she worked for Ted Cruz. Yeah. In many ways. She also worked for us. Yeah, she worked for Ted Cruz. Yeah, I ever tried to wipe out the idea that she worked for us. Very limited role. Um, But yeah, worked as a conservative to make money, then shanked us right in the back. You have all these people that worked for the Bushes. I mean, these people deserve to be... I don't want to say. It. Let's yeah. win the election first, and then yeah. we can do what we're going to do. Well, also they have like former like Comey lackeys on there too, like Josh Campbell. Oh, that piece of shit. Yeah. The, oh, oh yeah, I forgot. The, Totally forgot. They hired Andrew McCabe days after he got fired in disgrace. He hasn't been on TV in a while, though. Well, I think think for obvious reasons. Yeah, Russiagate. Yeah. Obamagate. You can't have a guy comment on that story. You got to be kidding me. Apparently, he's one of the main targets of Durham. I mean, it was almost as bad as like MSNBC when Al Sharpton held the, I believe, the rally for Trayvon Martin at the time. And then reported on that rally during his show. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's just unethical. Oh, Trayvon Martin, you mean the uh, guy who was beating the shit out of... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, George yeah, Zimmerman yeah. and deserved to be shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the totally justified It's so interesting shooting. how all of these incidents always end up, you know, in general. Yeah. Vast generality yeah. here, being justified. Justified right? use of force, yeah. Of course, there's a couple that are yeah. not, but like... And it doesn't on. help that MSNBC was caught editing the 911 call. Remember that? Yeah. They, and just, then they, they fired some producer who was uh, whose name was never given. So I don't know if that ever actually fucking happened. 
but just last night here in DC, yeah, there was a there cop was an, uh, a cop that shot a guy who had a gun in his hand. Oh, and there was protests over it. Yeah, there's not a criminal out there that Black Lives Matter will not hold up as a martyr. Yeah, it's really unbelievable. Let's and also, also Jacob Blake. Let's just talk about this for a second because yeah. this has really been bothering. No, absolutely. Let's do it. They hold I, up. There's Jacob, some bad stuff came out about it. They him. hold up Jacob Blake as a martyr. Yeah. He was a wife beater, yep. a sexual assaulter, yep. and the police were called because of that. Yeah. Okay? And he also had knives. Yeah. It's also that. Had he a also, deadly weapon. He had knives. He was going for the knives. Yeah. So. Yeah. Maybe he shouldn't have been shot in the back seven times. You could debate that all you want. Yeah. But he is not some saint. No. He's not nor, Gandhi. Not Gandhi. Nor was George Floyd no. at all. No. Okay, and there's a lot of information coming out now about George Floyd. He was all hopped up on fentanyl and having trouble breathing long before the guy's knee was on his neck. Okay, and then, most interestingly, Jacob Blake's father, the guy who spoke at Al Sharpton's White People Are Evil rally last weekend here in D.C. uh, I heard some stuff about that, too. His father is a a devout anti-Semite and hates Christians, too. It's okay. It's okay. Remember, it's okay. Yeah. It's I'm pretty okay. sure he's like Nation of Islam or yeah. some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. So he can be that though. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Because the liberal media said it's okay. These people are all saints, right? And they should yeah. be held up as martyrs. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. Yeah. And there's a reason uh, that August gun sales have blown through yeah. previous records is because people in this country are sick of it. Yeah. They're sick of liberal politicians tying the hands of police to protect the people they're supposed to be protecting. Yeah. And it's really funny. I mean, it, it is. It's just like it, you can't make this up. I mean, like I know Bernie Sanders uh, mentioned it, you know, that that the phrase, you know, uh, Rome burned while Nero fiddled. Yeah, that uh, that's more applicable to all these Democrat mayors from Chicago, Portland, Seattle, New York, even mm-hmm. Mayor Bill de Blasio, who I, I've heard is U-Haul's um, salesman of the month because uh-huh. uh, everyone's leaving New York City. They're just letting the city burn. Yep. I mean, honestly, in Chicago, do you think they just drew up the drawbridges just for the fun of it? No, I know. I know it's, like, yeah. it's like it's like no, there was no celebration. They didn't just raise the drawbridges because you know they were just you know oh you know maybe it looks nice in the skyline. Mm-hmm. No, it's because they were trying to keep all the thugs from destroying the city. Yep. yep. Because Mayor Beetlejuice, <laughs> who is absolutely out, th- I think she. I mean, I know Ted, you know Lion Ted Wheeler, and uh, who's the mayor of? Uh, oh, Jenny Durkin. No, good They're old horrible. Jenny Durkin. You mean the Summer of Love? Summer of Love, lady. I know they're nuts, uh-huh. but. Mayor Beetlejuice really slides in under the radar for what she's doing to that city. Yep. That city is out of control. It's a total mess, and this is why this is why all the suburban voters are going towards Trump. This is why the independents are going towards Trump. This, I mean, I don't see if this writing continues. I think it's going to be a landslide. Yeah, yeah, and you're going to be one of the reasons. Start one of the reasons. It's not the reason. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah. It's, a, it's a big, it's a big thing that's driving the you're Trump momentum right a now. A massive shift in the electoral landscape right yeah. now. We're going to talk about that in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just close this out. Yeah. Uh, the riots are also having a significant impact on concealed carry permit applications. Oh, I bet. Up by nearly 150% in multiple localities, especially in Portland. Uh, you also here have the other good news of the day. The weekly jobless claims have fell below 900,000 for the first time in the pandemic. All right. Which is a really, really good sign. And tomorrow, we will be getting the new uh, unemployment number, the August jobs data. I think, so, it, it, sh- oh, what, I think it, it, sh- it should be good. Well, we had... Uh, we had a little bit of hiccup today in the markets. 
Yeah, I think that's, that's healthy. But that's a reset, though. That's a healthy reset, yeah. A, it was, it's a reset. It, we, we've been, I mean, it's been underreported because the government doesn't want to tell you this. Uh-huh. But, we've, I mean, the NASDAQ has had a five five straight months of a, a, a explosive growth. Mm-hmm. The Dow Jones closed over 29,000, I believe, which is an all-time high. Yeah. There had to be a little bit of a reset, folks. Yeah. So these things happen. Yeah, the S&P was at all-time high. Yeah. So, uh, which actually is just a buying opportunity. Yeah. So get in the market while you yeah. can. But yeah, I think the numbers tomorrow are going to be positive. You had, I believe it was Larry Kudlow, yeah, who said that he believes that the unemployment rate will drop below ten percent. That's excellent. Which I mean, it, I think it is already there. Yeah, that's what he said. I think so it's already there. We'll see what happens with but that. As long as it's in, the, as, as long as we have a solid jobs report. I'm not talking like you know, it doesn't have to be like stupendous, but I think it's just just the the core, the the continuity yeah. of positive jobs growth. Yep. It shows that, um, yeah. I we mean, could use some good there, news. There, yeah, there's a lot of things to our back right now. A lot of political wind is to our back right now, folks. We could use some good news going into the weekend. Yeah. So I'll take that. Hopefully that yeah. happens tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. We'll keep an eye out for that. Um, while we're talking about the economy here, Ted yeah. Cruz has bluntly stated and accused Democrats of keeping states in lockdown to hurt Trump and the economy. And he is 100% right on yeah. that. What do you think? I I. I don't think that's tinfoil hat at all. Look, look at look at what they're trying to do. Uh-huh. I mean, look at what they tried to do with the, the Jill. Bi- I think people forget this. Jill Biden had a little um, interview where she was like, "Well, basically, if you she pretty much said if you vote for Joe Biden, that the schools would reopen." Yeah, I know. You remember that? Yeah, you guys like it was basically it saying me- that she was holding the school and our children our our children hostage yeah. until after the election. It reminds me of purposes. Obama. You remember when they were like, "If you vote for Obama, yeah. the, t- the the tides of the seas rising will yeah. stop." You remember that yeah, shit? I remember that bullshit. This, yeah. this is what they're doing with Joe Biden. It's if you vote for me, okay, the pandemic's just going to disappear. Yeah, it's going to go. The away. schools are going to reopen. The economy's going to reopen. And I thought we weren't supposed to use children as a political. Which conflicts with his policy positions because he has said that not only will he do a nationwide mask mandate, which who knows how that's enforced or constitutional. It can't be enforced. But he also said that he would re-lock down the country. Yep. If the experts said, you know, that, you know, whoever these experts are. The same experts who think that uh, if you go out and and mass protest uh, for Black Lives Matter that – the virus is not transmissible. Those yep. fucking experts. Yep. In uh, other left-wing buffoonery, you had uh, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, who's responsible for tens of thousands of senior citizens dying and has oh, blood on his hands. also doesn't wear a fucking mask when he goes outside, by the way. That's true. Multiple photos of him outside walking his dog, doing all this shit. No fucking mask, so... Interestingly enough, you know what date they said that they would turn over the nursing home documents to the DOJ? Right after the election. Two days after the election. (laughs) Yep. But yesterday, he was responding to a threat from President Trump who's considering the denial of federal assistance to lawless cities such as New York, Washington, D.C., Chicago, Seattle, Portland because they defunded their police departments. And Cuomo said, quote, He better have an army if he thinks he's going to walk down the street in New York. New Yorkers don't want to have anything to do with him. He can't have enough bodyguards to walk through New York City. People don't want to have anything to do with him. And Cuomo then accused Trump of trying to kill New York City. Well, newsflash for Andrew Cuomo, uh, President Trump does have an army, and it just happens to be the most powerful in the world. And he has a Navy, and he has the Air Force, and he Uh has a Marine Corps. (laughs) You know what I think Trump should do? He should have a military parade in New York. (laughs) 
that'd be good. I didn't even think of that. I thought he should just go there, you know, yeah. just to piss him off. Next yeah. week, go there. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know if Trump's going up to Bedminster for Labor Day weekend. So maybe he'll take a little drop over yeah. to the Wall Street landing zone yeah. and just to, just to shit in Cuomo's mouth. Little state of the race update here. So new polls have shown significant movement, which uh, many of you probably know by now. You know, it's also interesting because these polls that are coming out, there was there was a lack of polling, right? Oh my! It was it was it was lazy season for most of the cycle. No, 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 no. It was they had the polls, they chose oh, not to publish them because yeah. <laughs> they showed President Trump with much more higher numbers than they wanted to show to the public. Agreed. And, but you got these new polls that came out yesterday. They're like, oh yeah, Biden's up like seven, eight points nationally, even though you know it's a D plus eight sample, which is just not how the national yeah. and it's still the, they're still doing registered voters. That's another issue. They're still doing registered voters. But you know how we know that the polls are way tighter than this, the Biden campaign's behavior. Yes, they see what's going on yes. here, and. President Trump sees what's going on here because now he has taken his money out of Iowa and Ohio and moved it elsewhere yeah. because Iowa and Ohio are now in the safe column. Yeah. So I think Ohio, Ohio was never in play. No, I know, but yeah. you still want to sure it up yeah, just to be you, you never know how things are going to play yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like we've said, I think he'll win Ohio by a higher number. Yeah. But you wrote about this, mm -hmm. the Antifa effect. Yeah. The rioting is now starting to show up in the House races. Yeah. You know, it takes some time to filter down. Yeah. What's going on in those? Well, in the House, I mean, it, it's a mammoth poll. Mm -hmm. And then, and basically, the, the rioting is starting to shift the House races. And the six of the most competitive races right now for the House, the cycle, the, the generic Republican leads by 10. Mm -hmm. 10. In the 2018 midterms, those same races, the Democrat was leading by five. Yeah, 15-point swing. So I think that it that's definitely something for Democrats to worry mm -hmm. about. I think it shows that – I mean two months ago, I was a little doom and gloom, folks. I won't lie. The House was not within reach. With this rioting, it's in with – The House is within reach. It's within reach now. And remember, all of the gains, those – how many seats did the Democrats pick up in 18, 24 – Seats, yeah, maybe a little more. Twenty-seven-ish, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Between twenty, all all those seats are not deep blue seats. Right, they're competitive. They're really R plus three, R plus four. They and they in, lean Republican in a presidential year where you have Trump at the top yeah. of the ballot. And at the time, you know, remember these these suburban voters who were Republicans, kind of were they didn't like Trump, so they voted for the Democrats. You had oddly enough some Trump supporters in sixteen vote for the Democrats in eighteen, but now they're going back to the Trump camp in twenty twenty. I th and with this rioting now going on, the with, left's just gone insane. I mean, they, 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 they've gone insane. I think people don't like it. And, and, and even they it noted deep down in the details, I think it was one in six Democrats actually agreed with the notion that the rioting is out of control. Yeah. Again, very small, but on the margins, that can mean a lot for the statewide race and for these races here. I mean, it, it, Definitely. it, it pushes over the top. So remember, every I, I mean, I know I'm preaching to the choir. Every vote counts. But that's I was surprised that that many Democrats were, were open to defecting, Yeah, to be honest. And in, in the public betting odds market, which is yeah. usually pretty indicative of where the race is added a given snapshot in time, Yeah, just one month ago, Biden had a 61 to 37 lead in the betting market. Okay? Yeah. Now... 50-50. Trump, Trump has closed the gap. He has huge momentum. And heading into September after Labor Day, yeah. I mean, you definitely would want to be in the president's shoes at this point. 
Something that we do want to know uh, from our listeners here, we want to know what enthusiasm for Trump looks like on the ground where you are. Yeah. So if you live in a so-called swing state, so Florida, North Carolina, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, or even anywhere else if you want emails, yeah. email us, triggered at townhall.com, and let us know. Uh, we'll keep you anonymous if you'd like. We just want to know what it looks like there, you know? Uh, talking to your friends and family, what does it look like? Seeing, uh, you know, yard signs are not truly indicative, but it shows enthusiasm if you're willing to put out a yard sign. Yeah. Bumper stickers, you know, what does it look like on the ground there? We just want to get a feel. And also because, talks with your neighbors in your local community. Yeah, because a lot of the reporting out there, there's very few reporters that do this kind of stuff. We have a couple. Uh, Ellie's doing a good job. Yeah, Selena Zito is yeah, another one. Zito. Like. We want to know what's going on. So yeah, send Selena us. Zito is the one who saw this coming in 16. Yeah, The Great Revolt. Yeah. Good book. Good book. She put uh, a lot of miles on her Wrangler to uh, get yeah. those stories, those anecdotes. From Let's close out the show with the yeah. Biden gaffe of the day here. And this is yeah. his blabbering shit from yesterday when he actually took a question for the first time in who knows how long, months. Uh, let's take a listen to this. And stop your boast about never being seen to what you, you, know, you can do anything. You're, you, you always talk about your ability to negotiate. Here's the quote, the transcript, quote, and stop your boast about never being seemed to what you, you can do anything, your, you always talk about your ability to negotiate. Oh my. <laughs> oh my. And stop your boast about never being seemed to. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> what oh, movie does geez, that remind you of? Um... <laughs> Reminds of the the G, the, the GI Joe mock clips. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't make me do things I don't feel good. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's what I was thinking of. I mean, this guy, oof, boy. We'll see what happens there, and that and that is exactly why I think that their strategy will be not to debate, but we will see what happens there. Um, the new Town Hall Media Podcast, War for the White House, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Townhall.com. It's a very good podcast and offers some unique insight into the election behind the scenes with all of our writers, so check that out. Of course, we love you all, so give us your five-star ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to reach out, you can email us, triggered at townhall.com, and of course, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at TriggeredTHM. We will see you on Tuesday yeah. for another episode of but Triggered. Before, before we go, do you mind if I read a... We, have, we, got, we had another Oh, yeah, 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 sure thing. Yes, yeah. uh, Cynthia... Said, I can't get enough of you guys' podcast and haven't missed one yet for over a year now. Great job and great guests. I'm so proud of Town Hall and all the work that you guys are doing. And she said that we should post more on Parlor. Yeah, we've been thinking about Parlor. Yeah. It's just a lot, you know. We already it got is. a lot going it on. Is. But so, uh, yeah, well, we'll circle back on that. We got we got to get we got to get Trump a second term. For her. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> then 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 it's you know it's revenge tour. Yeah. Then yeah. it's revenge tour. Yeah. But thanks so much for listening. Yeah, thanks Cynthia. for the feedback. We love all you guys. Of course, we'll see you on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. Hope you have a great Labor Day weekend, even though it's a communist holiday. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it's day off. We'll, we'll see you on Tuesday later.